Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to Nightmares. Um, who here has been to Nightmares before? Yay. All right. <laughs> The rest of you have not been to Nightmare, so let me nightmare explain how this is going to work. Um, so Jason and I are going to talk for a little bit, and then we're going to bring up our guests one by one. They will tell us about their nightmare. It'll be hilarious. We'll talk to them for about like 15 minutes, and then I will give them a drawing that I have prepared about their nightmare. And then with the drawing, they can take it home, and it's suitable for framing. Um, or for ritual burning, <laughs> whichever feels like the right thing to do with that nightmare. I suggest burning. Honestly, I'm just into burning everything right now. I think fire is the solution. You have a Marie Kondo of hell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this has brought me no pleasure. <laughs> it's literally sparked joy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, You God. did a, a, ca a cartoon to me. I was a previous guest on the show. And it was one of the best things that I... To, to do a, a show and then get a cartoon of yourself at the end of it from Emily Flake was like the greatest... I was like, do you want me to pay you for this? Like, is this... Do I have to... What do I have to do for this? And it sits on my wall in my studio now. And my parents visited recently and said, what the hell is that? And I'm like, well, that's a dream I had about you and dad that my friend drew <laughs> live on, for a live show. She's like, I don't... You know what? I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> Did I, I make things very I awkward it. for you and your parents? A little bit. All right. Well, that's what I'm yeah. here for. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, let me introduce my co-host, uh, Jason Chatfield. Oh, hello. Hi. Um, also a cartoonist. Honestly, I should have made you do the drawings um, for this one. No. You're like a measurably better drawer. I think Not at all. Like, no, no, yeah. no. Um, you have better... You're, you're taller. That is true. I'll take yeah. it. All right. That's about as much, as far as artistry goes, right. taller is better, always. <laughs> better reach. Yeah. Yeah. Hirschfeld was taller than Stedman. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, in his own right. Very esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> taller than Gory. I there don't know. There you go. That's better. Um, That's better. Yeah. We're going to stop naming <laughs> illustrators now. <laughs> And start the show. Jason, yeah. how are you? I'm okay. Oh, fuck Whoa, me. Boy. Ah, sorry. That was my phone. That was my highway you alarm. Uh, <laughs> just to get me out of whenever anyone asks me that question. <laughs> Forget <laughs> that happened, you guys. Everything's cool. <laughs> when you're on a bad date and you're like, all right, call me in 10. That's what <laughs> happens when someone asks me how I am. I'm not good. I'm good and bad. I'm, I'm in an existential quandary because I just had my family in town for three weeks Ugh. from Australia in New York City. And playing tour guide for three effing weeks. And then I got a puppy. So uh -huh. I'm in a weird state of bliss and misery. Wait, but are your parents, is your family gone? Or they just left they... and I'm like in recovery. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you move to the other side of the planet to get away from... Like... <laughs> if you drill a hole from New York to the uh -huh. other end of the planet we call Earth... It comes out in the Indian Ocean about a mile off the city, Perth, in Western Australia that I'm from. Right. It's the furthest possible place that you can fly. And, and they yet. found me. They found me. Yeah. You know, yeah. you probably could have just moved here and never told them. Because okay. it would be very hard for them to get here and search for Where you. were you five years ago? I know. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm really good at life advice. Later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Retrospective life advice. Yeah. That's great. You'd be a great when financial I'm, advisor. You know, Facebook would have been great. What you should have done was set all that shit on fire. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but you have a puppy. I have a puppy. Yay. Yeah. So yeah. that's nice. I've um, wanted a dog forever. Yeah. 
Uh, getting a dog in New York is a bold move, it's especially like, a yeah. puppy. Do you rent? We rent as well. Yeah. It was a big deal. And it says in our lease, you're not allowed to have a dog, but our neighbor is a dog walker. Uh-huh. And we asked her, and she's like, fuck the lease. It's cool. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah, well. that's totally within New York City law. <laughs> fuck the lease. It's cool. I'm it's like the tenant <laughs> motto. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's case law. Uh-huh. It's like Alley versus the city of New York. Yeah. And she was cool with it. So I was like, I'm going to get a dog. Right. And uh, it's, a, it's a baby French dog. It's a little puppy. It's a French bulldog. He's like 10 weeks old. Uh-huh. And how does does he keep you up at night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the floor at like four in the morning right. playing with him, just like a real baby. Like a real. See, this is the thing. It's obviously nothing like a real baby, but also you immediately. I have a dear friend Ellis who just had a baby, and immediately my respect for him and his wife went up a billion percent. And right. Anyone who has a kid, like I'm, like holy crap, this is a lot of work. Yeah, and yeah. puppies are cuter, so. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're on par, but it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. You're training them. You're, you're, you're doing the poop training. You're walking them. They've got the vaccinations. Right. They're shitting themselves. He's sick. He got the thing that all puppies get. The mice? Giardia. <laughs> I wish mice. You're right. I wish mice. No, it's, that's it's not kennel. Someone just said kennel cough. Didn't get kennel cough, got Giardia or Giardia or whatever it is. Like um, a- I'm familiar with Giardia. I've mm. never had it, but I hope to get it someday. <laughs> uh, it's like a retirement plan. It like, eats yeah. your food for you and you lose weight without trying. Mm-hmm. Then you die. But, you know, for but you a look while. fabulous in the looking, coffin. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think you even die. I think you're just sick for a while. Yeah. You drop some weight. Mm. Then you take the anti-whatevers. And, you know, whatever's. That's the, uh, I am a medical doctor. <laughs> Again, it's the retrospective. You take care of the problem, and then, and then you're good. So if your puppy could come, like, lick me in the mouth, that would be awesome. Well, that's how, apparently, that's how it's passed, is licking in the mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so immediately, as soon as I got my puppy, it licked me in the mouth. Oh, really? But I didn't get it. I just, it well, you I'm don't good. need it. I don't need it. I have enough. I have parents in town. But right. then my, so my puppy has this thing. And so he's getting better and I've got to like give him a syringe in his mouth three Aww. times a day. It's a whole thing. Aww. And so I'm immediately now going like, I'm, I'll never ever call anyone Ugh, breeders. I'll never say that again in my life. Right. I have immediate way yeah. more respect for anyone who raises a Because now you know just what it's like <laughs> to have a baby. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. This is the thing. All right. Just so I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I've always considered Emily more of a stand-up. Like you're a com- I think you're naturally a comedian because you just you're keep saying nice things. So you just follow me around. Well, that's an insult, nice by things. the way. <laughs> that's a massive insult. Well, I just said that. Fuck you, then. Hillary, Hillary Campbell's here, and I just said you're a comedian, and she's like, "That's so nice." I'm like, "That's not a good thing," because she can't help but do it, which is a horrible. It's like Gaudi. You can't. There's no. Except it doesn't make me thin. Yeah, <laughs> it does if you do it right. Yeah. Uh, so what happened? Uh, I remember seeing years and years ago. I remember seeing a lot of your cartoons and thinking, "Oh, that's a bit." Mm-hmm. Because a lot of your cartoons are very personal, but they're bits. They right. feel like bits. Mm-hmm. Whereas some cartoons are just like, they're very cartoony. Right. But you're always, to oh, me, so you're always a comedian. you're not a good comedian. You're calling me a shitty cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's how I've always considered you as like a comedian. Because okay. your, yeah, your, your cartoons are very comedy, very bit. It's like writing a bit. And okay. I, that's what I've always liked about your stuff. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Anyway. Wait, did that... 
Did that was that going to circle back to something? It was going to circle back to the parenting thing because a lot of it was right. very personal and about raising children yes. in Manhattan, and it was very like I started to relate to a lot of things this week uh, right. of, of yours that I remember going, oh yeah, that's right, it's tough in the city. Oh, I a hundred percent had yeah. a baby for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've done less. I'm for not good sending jokes, her so. to college. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that that's kind of my. You know, where I'm at. That's right. a very long answer to how are you. Right. But no, that's the answer I wanted. That's good. And that's okay. the answer I got. Um, <laughs> I have not been remembering my dreams lately. It's funny. I started this oh, show yeah. a year-ish, something ago, and then immediately stopped remembering my dreams. Like, my brain was like, oh, do you need these? Sorry. Um, <laughs> Your brain is Jim Henson. It is. <laughs> <laughs> do you not have a Muppet in your head all the time? I think no. we all do. Yeah. Your life isn't fun. <laughs> um, and then, I, then they came back, and I started remembering them again, and I immediately started having night terrors again, which my husband, like, super loved. Ugh. So once again, I became the wife that was just like, no, no. Um, and he'd have to shake me awake, and, I would, and I'd have to tell him it was something he did. Um, but then recently, I have not been remembering my dreams again. Right. Um, but I have been living some nightmares. Yeah. So, um, f- number one, Please. I found out that our building sold, and we have to move. Wow. So that sucks. That's but a that nightmare has a happy ending, because we found a place three blocks away. Hey. So we do not have to uproot our life. We just have to move all of our shit <laughs> To another place where it can still be shit. And man, I am telling you, nothing makes you realize that like you're a fucking 42-year-old with garbage in your house and the fact that you have to now move this garbage. I'm yeah. like, oh, I got all my furniture from the trash. <laughs> like, yeah. Me too. That, my, entire, my entire apartment was furnished from the sidewalk. You know what's sad? It's like my sidewalk trash furniture is nicer than my yeah. ikea stuff because it's like if you move if you once you build your ikea stuff if you move it and i don't mean move it to another apartment it's like if you move it three inches it's all of a sudden it's garbage shattered. it's press board garbage yeah i don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves <laughs> i think in the vain hope that one time you're gonna find that that moby dick uh piece of furniture on the side of the street go oh yeah. this will last yeah every time i've done sidewalk shopping and mm. like not even like bed bugs and, th- and fleas right. and things it's it's collapsed within six months. It's, I actually, I yeah. have a dresser that is just fine, and it didn't. Ha- really? I, it, to the best of my knowledge, did not have um, bed bugs. Oh, um, fingers crossed. It looks like shit, but it <laughs> works. I have a 110 year old writing desk in my apartment that I think is haunted. Oh, writing! Yeah. Jesus, what I did I, I say? A writing desk for a second. It's and a nice I was like, silly accent. What is a writing desk? Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it keeps your glutes tight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the desk rides you. Do you um, not have one? That's yeah, weird. Yeah. This is America, sir. <laughs> I think it was a dream I had. Right. Yeah. Man. Writing desk. A I'm writing sorry. desk. Well, good harder. for you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> man. Um, the other nightmare is part of an ongoing nightmare where hey holly remember when you did my parenting um comedy showcase and i had to wear a scarf because i had lice oh boy guess what we got again last week yeah i do not have lice right now um but we get it all the time and this time i was just like i just went on amazon and i ordered every single thing that had the worst word lice in it yeah i believe like i'm like i don't care again Set it on fire. Like, I am. <laughs> we might have to cut our hair short and burn our scalps. And get those little combs? I don't know. I don't know. 
No, because she got it in school, and then now she's, and then we were fine the whole summer, and then she started going to camp, and now she fucking has it again. And I don't know if she's just making out with everybody. She is. Look, she's a legit sexual predator, so I would not be surprised. And this is what she gets. But like you know, but then I get it, and it's it's and you know, and of course my husband has never gotten it except he got like one knit the last time they checked him. Right. My daughter actually asked a really good question. She's like, "Well, what's the knit?" I'm like, "It's the egg." She's like, "How could he only have the egg?" Ooh. Well, I'm like. Oh, fuck. Really good question. God damn it. Yeah. Go to your room. <laughs> she learned that at camp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did, um, did she have to do that little thing with the comb, you know, with the knits where you have that really thin yes. comb that you just... Ah! Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, she it's has so long, thick hair. Ugh. Um, and yeah, we have to like put the shit on and yep. like comb it through. And mm-hmm. then I have to like wash her hair with like louse... It is such a fucking... Nightmare. Yeah, just uh, Sinead O'Connor that shit. I just know. Get she rid would, of it. Start uh, again. I w- she would not look good bald. Really? No, she really wouldn't. How she's, old is she though? She'll be seven, but she's not one of those like real skinny seven-year-olds where like... <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't remember it. I basically just told you my daughter is too fat to pull off <laughs> a crew cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh-huh. I don't, you really need to have this whole gamine thing happening. It's yeah. like, yeah, uh, I don't know. She's my daughter what do you want <laughs> so yeah i don't know lice it is lice fuck it i is. need to go home <laughs> we just found an episode title lice it is lice, lice it is <laughs> um oh boy yeah wow. so i don't know what are you gonna what are you gonna do it is a living nightmare it is it is wow. um and uh, it has a lot to do with sleep because you have to also <laughs> wash all your pillows and and do, do you that have to burn them isn't that a thing? They say I spent a lot incinerate? of fucking money on those pillows. Like <laughs> I am not burning them. You do have to put them in a dryer for yeah, a long time, though. Right. So, so there's there's that. I don't know. And I embarrassed myself very badly at my laundromat recently. So now I have to go back like all the time. Be like, <laughs> what did you do? Okay, <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> so. I went in. I put my clothes in the washer, yeah. and then I went to like you know go get a coffee or whatever. And I came back. And the woman running the laundromat got up and she kind of gestured to it. She's like, you know, it didn't, it didn't close. And I was like, oh, it didn't, you know, there was like a strand of something hanging out. So the door didn't close all the way, but it ran the cycle. So she's like, she walks away. And I thought, she's like, she's like, I thought she said the door's open, door's open. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like going to go get it. And so I open the door and all this water just goes, (laughs) and she's like, I said, don't open it. I was like, oh, shoot, I realize that now. Um, and there's Retrospective just water advice. and soap all over the place. And like the, she just gave me this look like, you fucking moron. But you can't find a new place. No, no, we didn't even move. From, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we didn't move to. I maybe should have. We, maybe we should have taken the place in Kensington so we'd have a different <laughs> laundromat. Um, That's a solid reason. It kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> like now she knows. Now she yeah. knows. She, you're, ne- you're on a list now. Somewhere. Yeah. 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 I am on the laundromat list of like idiots who come in here and fucking make more work for me. <laughs> a veritable laundry list of people exactly. that cannot come to this place anymore. Get out. I need to hang yeah. up my cartooning pen. Oh, boy. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> let me tell you guys about how the art thing is going to work. What we're going to do is after we talk to everybody, we are going to very awkwardly pull this guy down. Yeah. And I am going to... Turn the slide. That's a picture of Jason's puppy. Do you get how it now? Cute. Yes. Yes. How, it's just the best. How great is that puppy? 
extremely great. Yeah. Um, His I name would is absolutely. Morris. Mor- Morris. Little Mark. Morris with Giardia. Oh, my <laughs> God. Good. Morris of Giardia. Mor- <laughs> <laughs> like an old Lord of the Rings character. Exactly. <laughs> he put orcs in your tummy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very cute. You so, just got the best orcs. I hope you got that on mic so you can just put that in yeah. later I, on. <laughs> I feel like we should just pivot to this being like a podcast and show about puppies. Yes. Um. <laughs> the internet will hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Historically, the internet does not do well with puppies. So, um, all right. Our first guest is uh, Gaster. Are you here? Awesome. Yay. Um, you may know him from uh, Comedy Central's uh, This Is Not Happening. Um, he has an album called Immigrant Made. Please welcome to the stage Gaster Almonte. Hey! How's it yeah. going? Chilling, chilling. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's good to see you. How have you been? I'm always good. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, honestly, just got just had a little like scary uh, reenactment nightmare moment in the back while you guys were talking because uh, I used to be a manager at a furniture store and we had a customer come back with a mattress he bought ten years ago and ask us to take it back. No. And we told him, like, I'm sorry, you know, like, I don't know if you know how warranties work, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, usually last right. the life of the mattress. Right. Wow. So, I mean, you know, obviously, like, the my my employees went through this, the sales reps that uh, met him, the, the uh, office associates, so they called me to explain this to him the third time, and... Uh, the reason it got scary and why I kind of remembered it now is because he said, if you don't take it back, and then he reaches into his pocket, he pulled out a glass jar with lice and uh, bed bugs. What? And he was like, if you don't take it back, I'm opening this up in the store. Oh, my God. I would so much rather be mugged at gunpoint. Yeah, it was. I've never, like, I'm from East New York, Brooklyn, so I'm, like, yeah. used to, like, hey, God, thank you. So... I'm accustomed to like holdups and like <laughs> yeah. stickups. I've never been. I got my, like the scariest moment in my life was a guy with a jar. Oh. You understand that? <laughs> like oh. everyone like backed away. Like they just let, and I had to handle it. Like I can't yeah. leave. Right. I'm still the dude. So like I took a step back, but I'm like I can't go too far because that's gonna like let him know that we know he's crazy. Right. You know. So I got I gotta like I have to do it slowly. Where like I'm still talking to you, sir. Like for my <laughs> safety, I'm gonna be here. Oh. But I don't want to go that far and let you know that you're nuts. But yeah, it was yeah. fun. You turned into the negotiator. Yeah, yeah. You, you. I don't know sign language, but I figured out that in emergencies, you very quickly learn how to sign. Call the police. Right. Yeah. With like just your face. Yeah, right. I don't know how to do that now, right. but if I had to, I could do right. it again. But yeah. how you where, beam it with your eyes? Yeah. Like, like you know. I know I conveyed it, and yeah. I know that right. someone did it, and they showed up, and they was like, "Yo, how'd you know to do it?" He's like, "Cause you told me." I was like, "Okay, I know I did. Right. I just I'm glad you understood what I was saying without saying it." I love but that. Did you they take the mattress back? back? Of course not. No, there's a prison with this one. Because that was, that was like, they were like, uh, uh, the cops asked me, like, so what are you going to do? I was like, I want you to take him out of here. He's like, are you going to handle the customs? I'm like, I know I'm right as a business, A. But B, if he has that many bed bugs and lice in a jar, I'm not bringing that mattress no. in here. I'm going to contaminate the whole store. I'm going to have a- itchy sales associates. No. It's insane. I can't have, like, the whole rest of the day. Like, how would, this was at, like, the store opened oh, at 10 in the morning, yeah. you know? Oh. So, like, 
This was 1030. Like, I'm going to have you selling sofas at 1045. Yo, you should buy this. Nobody's going to believe this guy. Nobody's going to believe the dude scratching his arm all day. Is anybody not insanely itchy right oh, now? just hearing <laughs> this. Here's the thing that gets and, me about this. Sorry. Keep going. I don't want to get you off. No, go, no, and that's the thing. Like, so the whole rest of the day, everyone was like, y'all feel itchy. Y'all feel itchy. Yeah. Yeah. I went through so much. Like, I was spraying everybody with alcohol. Like, every everything you could think of to work. We were you. YouTube and solutions on how to solve it. Like, yo, they're like, you know, I've never had this situation. They're like, you got to call somebody to come do it. I'm like, I know, I'm going to do that. But in the meantime, like, we itch now. You know, yes. like, that, like, the cop was telling us, he's like, yeah. you got you have to close the store. We've had this happen in other locations. Wait, what? Yeah. And that was the other part. So, like, the cop escorts him out. And, he's t- and his partner's telling us, he's like, yeah, you know, you have to close it down, get it sprayed if you ever opened it, you know, for safety. Um, I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, we've had this happen before. I'm like, okay, so what happens? He's like, oh, we walk him out. I was like, okay, and then, you know, like, he gets arrested. He's like, oh, no, we're not putting him in our car either. <laughs> I'm like, so he's just out there. <laughs> you know what I love? My he's just there. Oh it, is the, it is the perfect. I'm <laughs> oh telling y'all, if you God. want. Wow. If you want to be a criminal, it is the perfect crime because no yes. one will touch you. It's incredible. Yeah. This is how I'm going to shoplift from now on. It's amazing. It's it is so great. It is a superpower. Holy like, shit. It was genius. Like, he had it He had it covered, but, like, just loose enough that, like, when you shake it, you hear the cat. Uh, so it oh was scary. God. I was like, yo, oh. chill. Oh, my God. How, all right. Staying away. Number one, how is he getting them in there? Like, scooping them up and the others aren't getting out? These are questions I didn't even get to <laughs> okay. in the interaction. The second one is, when you gestured to your shop assistants called cops how does that call sound i see and these are all yeah. moments i'd love to have been a part of <laughs> oh i was li- i was trying to save my life yeah you know and then you know what you know what really sucks you know when you get robbed at gunpoint this pity when you get robbed point. by somebody with a jaw and you go home to your equally tough east new york wife right. she has no pity for yeah. you she doesn't no. care. She's like, she, oh, word, whatever. She would have cared get? if you had brought home bed bugs. Right. It was, it was, like, it was no win or loss for me. Like, yes. if I get the bed bugs, oh, you can't handle your job? Right. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. you can't keep people from spreading bed bugs at your job? That's yeah. what I would have heard. But because I controlled the situation and I didn't get robbed by the bed bug guy, I got nothing. <laughs> I showed up and she was just angry. She was, because I showed, if I ain't, she was mad at me because I showed up late. Dude. She was like, yo, like, what happened today? You know, we had, you know, you were supposed to stay with the kids. I was supposed to go out. I was, I'm sorry. I had a bed bug hostage situation. <laughs> and she is not about that. She God. was like, I, you wow. know, I, I don't want to hear these stories, Gaston. Like, you, I don't care. Yo, we you got stuff to do. come back with your shield or on it. You know? Like, man. Whoa. Did the cops not have one of those, like, things that they put around, like, vicious dogs, like a collar where they can't get too close and it's on the end of a stick? Could they not have used that I to protect... Sh- but the thing is, he, you have to take, like, I'm, I, what I was hoping is you put him in a car and take him away. They right. take him out. Like, they, like, you know, they tell him, yo, we're going to escort you. But they don't actually touch him because they don't want to do it. But they insinuate that they would. <laughs> right? And they get him out the door. But once he's out the door, they're not touching him either. Right. They're like, because this, and, and the dude that told me, he was like, I'm going to be real with you. I ride this car 40 hours right. a week. I'm not putting him in my car. I mean, Then it, I got to detail fair, him. Yeah. I get, I get his point. But in the moment, I was angry. I was like, yo, my G, like, this dude too. is in here. Yeah. Oh, oh man. God. That's... T- I... Oh. That was a real-life nightmare. I know it's not part of the show. It's not, it's no, not what I came to talk is, about. But I needed is. to... Vent. I've been holding that in for five years. Wow. 
You know? Please always share yeah. that story. So I if can't, you, feel you gotta understand. The day it happened, I came home ready to vent. Like, yo, uh, my wife is awesome. She's normally really supportive. She did not give a fuck about <laughs> wow. my situation that day. So I came home and I was like, yo, honey, you don't know, you don't know what just happened. She said, "Gas, so you're late." I was like, honey, there was a dude with a jaw <laughs> holding me hostage with bed bugs, and it just didn't register. I don't know, it didn't hit because she was like, I gotta go. We'll talk about it later. And we just never got to it. So she, oh. got, she got back. And I'm like, you know, by the time she got back, I, like, I'd already seen, like, right. so many, like, gangster movies. Like, I got seen Menace and all that, Paid in Full. So, like, in my head, like, I'd already, like, gotten over it. I was, like, like you know, cocoon. Like, I don't need you. I got this. Right. I'm going to get over this next cocoon right. situation. Next time a dude show up with a jaw, I'm going to go all in. I got it. You know, I'm going right. to have my own jaw. I'm ready. <laughs> you know? I don't Jesus. need you, Shorty. I'm ready for these moments. He's carrying around well, a dryer with him. Yeah, I was pre- <laughs> like, you know, I was prepared now, so I didn't need the con- the consolation. Wow. Oh man. But I didn't realize until now I really needed to talk about that. So yeah, thank you no, for, any, for coming here, you know, inviting me here. This is basically stage therapy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I now have a new worst New York fear. This might be worse than being shoved onto the subway yeah. tracks. It's scary. It yeah. is legit terrifying. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, well, I'm not sure how your nightmare could be scarier than this. <laughs> yeah, so. But tell us your nightmare anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh, ever since uh, uh, me and my wife uh, uh, started dating, um, she said that I would continuously uh, stiff arm her when I was sleeping, right? Because I was having this dream that people were taking my wife and my, my, kid, my kid siblings. They're like 18 years younger than me. So I, she was like, what are you dreaming? And I was like, in my head, you know, people are taking, taking y'all away, so I'm trying to save y'all. And she's like, okay. So she's like, you know, is it like, you know, we're in danger, like there's like people shooting us or something? I was like, no, um, I'm a running back, and you guys are the football. <laughs> and I'm trying to get to the end zone, right? But instead of just like regular players, it's really violent players. Right, so like I picture like a football player, but when I look inside, like his face mask, it's like Suge Knight. So yeah. like I know he's not just gonna tackle me. This is like the triple XFL. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't know what the rules are, but if you tackle me, I'm not standing up. Like I'm not getting a second run at this play. Right. So yeah, I had that dream from when we were dating. So, uh, and she was like, you know, she's like normally like you know when I when she talks to her girlfriends and they were like, yeah, like if somebody's stressed, like. They might like hit you. She's like, you didn't hit me. She was like, you would do football shit. She was like, you would you would put your arm out and stiff on me. She was like, if I was too close to you, um, you would forget whose pillow is who, and you would snatch my pillow <laughs> and like Did hold you? it like for real on some football shit. And I yeah. would just not have a pillow that night, honey. And I was like, I'm sorry, baby, but I got you to the end zone. Like, right. you <laughs> Did you do the touchdown dance? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, you got there safely. You know, so it was scary, but they never died. But it's just I kept having it over and over again. Like I had a fear that if I got tackled, they were gonna get killed. And it it always happened whenever like we just started like something new. So like uh, when we first moved in together, when we first had our daughter, when we first had when we first bought a house, when we had my son. Anytime like I've had like a new like addition or escalation, I've had them again. Um, so yeah, she right. she knows whenever I'm stressed because I start like you know doing spin moves <laughs> and stiff arms right. in the mattress, and you know it's not it's not like cocky shit. Like I'm not doing it during sex. I'm doing it when I'm supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> if so you she, were stiff arming your wife, like well, it depends on how. Like, it, it could be for posture. Yeah, like right. whatever you into, you into. 
There's positions where that might be vital. I'm just saying. (laughs) In like a single bed. Right. Right. But at the moment, it just wasn't helpful. Like, I know that. I get it. So, yeah. And why football? And I played football in high school. Right. Right. Um, And and that's the other thing, too. Like, she she was... She was talking to me because we knew each uh, She's my best friend's older sister, so she knows me for years. So she was like, you know, I remember uh, when you would tell uh, my brother your football stories, all your favorite stories were horrifying about football. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, she's like, you you were telling them about, like, uh, you have a jersey from your last game where, like, you hit the kid so hard that his face mask paint is on your shoulder. And I was like, yeah, that's beautiful. She's like, no, that is scary as fuck yeah. to normal people that don't play football. Right. And, you know, meanwhile, I had it, like, hung up in, like, the living room. Like, right. I had my parents right. talking about it and shit. I was right. like, yeah, this is our son's jersey. He almost killed another high school kid right. on a football field. Right. He seems very proud of this. Somebody's almost dead. Yeah, you right. know? And it's really hard to explain that when you're, like, Dominican parents. They don't understand football at all. They're like, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. It's, no one's come to arrest them. We want right. them to play baseball. Yeah. But this is what happened. So, yeah. What position did you play? I was I did two things. I was a guard and I was a linebacker. Okay, so. I asked that like I have any fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was yeah. hoping you would know. Yeah, no, I had to look up what's a running back like. There you go. And that's the other thing. I was like, I, it was real cocky of me to assume that I would be a running back in these dreams. I don't run that fast. Like I don't like running backs are really athletic dudes. This is not what I did. Right. My job was to hit one person really hard. Right. Who was usually a foot away from me before the play even started. Right. You know, like it's not much to do. Like you just fall forward harder than the other person and you win. That is my dream sport. Like that was by my job. Way. It was amazing. I don't know why I don't play football if that's a yeah. thing you can do. That's all right. the, the, this, falling this, hard. The five people on the front of each side of the, the team, the the linemen, that's literally all they do. Fall forward faster than the other guy could fall forward on top of the other guy. That's my kind and of you sport. Won. So it. it starts That's sort it. of with a cuddle puddle, and yeah. then ball happens. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. It's, it's a solid. great sport. You're right. So I did that for four years, and for some reason my head thought, you know what? You're not you're not the star of the show enough. <laughs> you need to be the running back in these traumatic dreams about right. saving your family. And right. here we are. Oh, wow. Man. So yeah, when I'm talking about it out loud, it actually sounds kind of cool. In the moment, it is traumatizing as fuck. I say I do not like the dreaming of the dream. Does not feel cool. I always wake up drenched in sweat. Really, like, like I'm, my heart's beating real fast. I don't know. It's because I, I just ran a hundred yards. You right. know, that, that alone would do that. Like, yeah. it is tiring. Thinking about running a hundred yards. Yeah. is sweaty. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. is. You know, it's, it's a moment. You know. I mean, if your arms are doing this, your yeah. heart is. Probably doing yeah. right. like your whole body is doing the football thing. Yeah, like I feel like I, you know, I might not actually be doing it, but I'm doing it in somewhere. Right. Yeah. So yeah, is this a recurring nightmare? It happens like, like I said, every time is like a major moment. So yeah. I, I like this year I've had it once, uh, but that was because we I had to fix the air conditioner. I got central AC. <laughs> that is in his defense. That's a fucking yeah. major that's moment. Scared. That's Y'all don't understand. Yeah. You don't understand the pressure yeah, of fixing Central AC yeah. when you are the landlord of a three-family house and no one else but your unit has Central AC, mm-hmm. right? right. So cause it sounds cool, right? Like, like if you're a tenant, right, and you got an AC unit in your window, normally you hate the landlord because you got the Central AC. Like, oh, this cocky motherfucker doesn't have to put in the AC unit into the window. But once every seven years, when that Central AC unit breaks, I got to fix it on the first floor while water... From your out of window unit is dripping Oof. on my forehead, like that is the cockiest moment for my tenant's life. Like they literally watch me suffer in a ninety degree apartment yeah. 
going in and out to get water trying to fix my own unit. Oh, Look, man. as a tenant with extraordinarily haphazard landlords, mm. I have to say that gives me like just a little bit of joy. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I, if I ever go to mug someone, I'm not going to use ticks. I'm going to use a jar of air-conditioned water. Right. <laughs> next time, because that is the shittiest, most horrible <laughs> black mold water. It was that just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody wants it, and it kept hitting my forehead. Like it was just perfect. Ugh. It would oh. wait till like I had to like do something in Yuck. the unit. And that's how you get Giardia. <laughs> Circle of life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right, I'm going to show you your drawing. Awesome. Uh, this is my favorite part. All right, let's see. And like I said, we just do this very awkward thing where we pull down this screen, and then I operate my telephone. Y'all see this? I move and see my shot. There All it right. is. You ready? Holla. So this is you playing football <laughs> with a baby move. saying, I've That's really crazy. got to renegotiate my contract. <laughs> and yes, I had to Google image search running back. Um, Amen. You don't have the stain on the shoulder yet. You'll yeah, add that in. I, yeah. I, I appreciate so much. I appreciate the Giants colors. Yeah. Right, it's good. Excellent. I also like that I'm probably one of like only two historically chubby running backs. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. She did that as well. She it's Googled beautiful. that as well. It's, it's yeah. accurate. It's me and Jerome Bettis. We are running. Really well here. I like this. So I was in a room where the Super Bowl was happening like 10 years ago or so. And yeah. something happened where the ball came to a guy who's not supposed to run, but he had to get it like from one end of the field to the other. And he did it. This very large man ran all the way from the end. And he got it to the other end. And then they had to give him oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, John, what just happened? He's like, that dude's not supposed to run. At all. <laughs> They don't even teach us that. Like, anytime a lineman sees the ball on the floor, the job is to fall on the ball. That's it. <laughs> they don't even want you running. They're like, nah, B, don't, don't, don't no, try. It's no. not for you. All right. That's well, beautiful. now we know more about football. I Amen. do. Nice. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you so much. It's a real blast. That was great. You guys Thank rock. You Thank you. That was so funny. I'm never going to look at lice or mattresses the same way again. Seriously, yeah. Weaponizing lice. I know. I'm just going to go live in a desert with no hair and no clothes, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be great. Uh, That's called Burning Man. (laughs) You ruined it! You ruined my fantasy! God, not even desert. Fuck, man. (laughs) That is the correct response to that, by the way. All right, our next guest is a very funny comedian and one of my favorite people. Um, she is the founder of a sketch group called American Candy. Uh, please welcome to the stage Holly Harper. Woo! Holly, good to see you. Hi. Hello. Oh, how's it going? It's going really great. It's my anniversary today. Hey, congratulations. Yay. My husband. How many years? Uh, 21. Wow. Man. Our love is grown. Our yeah. love can drink. Yeah. <laughs> Are you taking your love out for drinks tonight? So, we to have celebrate? to. We have to yeah. take yeah. our love out for drinks tonight. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think everybody should buy Holly and her husband drinks tonight because it's their anniversary. Aww. Yeah. Not too many. He got to drive. Yeah. Yeah. drive. Let's let's get your love fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you were on my show, Shit Show, which is about yes. parenting, um, a few months ago, and and it was your birthday. So I'm gonna only have shows on important dates in Holly Harper's life from now on. <laughs> I was like, um, oh my god, how is this possible? Yeah. <laughs> the stars they just aligned. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Do you have any life stories? <laughs> like I don't have any. Okay. Oh my God, I do. Oh boy. Uh, when I was in high school, that the first high school, two different high schools. The first high school, they had this class. It was like a small town in South Jersey, 
And they had this class like parenting. Why they had a parenting class for 15-year-olds, don't know. They would have had one at my high school. Okay. <laughs> we had a whole yearbook page of pregnant girls. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And in the middle of this page, they had a photograph of a traffic sign that said, no way out. What? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my. Wow. Where is this high school? Uh, Manchester, Connecticut? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go there sometime. It's terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I remember I used to babysit these little kids that lived across the street, Jenny and Susie. And I was, like, 14. They were three and four years old. So they had, like, a daycare at the high school, and they wanted to get the girls used to taking care of children. So they were like, why don't you bring in Jenny and Susie? And all the other girls brought in some neighbor, and Jenny and Susie gave everybody lice. Except me, because I'm black. (laughs) It's true. We don't get lice as easy because we use oil in our hair. That is That's that's something I've learned in my extensive internet searches about Isn't it sad? So, like, like when my daughter's in preschool, like, other kids could lice. They'd be like, that's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sad for (laughs) y'all. I'm so sorry. That feels just a little, little bit bit fair. Yeah, but girl, people were pissed at me. Everyone was like, Holly brought in those little fucking lice kids. Oh my God. They were furious. (laughs) Their mom was like, it's not a big deal. (laughs) And I was like, it kind of is. But what a good birth control lesson. Like, you have to take care of kids with lice. You're like, sew it up. They, like, but yeah, that happened. I that happened at like fourteen, fifteen. I didn't have a baby till I was like thirty six, thirty seven years old. Yeah, like I was like not even trying. Yeah, they should that. make if you have a traumatic experience with a child in your early childbearing years. It's yeah. like it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. yeah, it's the best. Like right around between fifteen and twenty. Yeah, and you're like, I'm just going to skate to yeah. thirty. That's when you let a baby shit on your face. <laughs> and it, <laughs> 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 That will happen. Yeah. That didn't that happen to me happen. until it was my own, and there was no way out. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Um, okay, tell us about your dream, because it's actually like an interesting... Sorry. Spoiler alert, your, it's yeah. very good. Right. Okay, so like which one I told you the other day? The Yeah, the... the Okay. okay, so okay, so I have this thing where my dreams are like premonitions, and it's not it's not always good because I never want any money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I never want any money or anything. But I've had a thing since childhood where I have a dream, and I don't know what it relates to, but like all of a sudden that very same thing will happen. Like it will happen. When I was in high school, I had a I used to work at this restaurant in the summer, and then I went away to boarding school. That was my second high school. And I had this dream that the kitchen burned down. Uh, I mean, that the, that, the, that the kitchen would burn down, but not the dining room, which was weird because it's all wood in the dining room. And then I was calling and calling after that summer. I made friends with a lot of people, and they were like, oh, I'm sorry, we were closed because the kitchen burned down. You know, and I would just have strange dreams. And my mother had is it uh, when my grandfather died, they, you know, he was like such old school, like did everything. My grandma was like one of those last to the Mohican housewives. And when he left, he left money and they didn't know where it was. My mom had a dream uh, that she's walking down the streets of Philly. And my grandfather was like, follow me. And he pointed to this bank and she was like, it's the first national bank on Chadwick and blah. And that's where the money was. So like it got passed down to me. So um, at my at my school, I went to this boarding school. It was a Quaker boarding school in um, Newtown, Pennsylvania. 
It's like right outside Amish country. And one of the kids there was Bill Cosby's son. So like forget the whole Bill Cosby saga. This has nothing to do with it. Forget all that. But his son Ennis, his other da- his, he has four daughters. They went there too, but I didn't know them. He went there. He was two grades above me. And he was just the nicest kid. Like the absolute nicest kid in the world. And it was crazy. The only thing I can compare him to was that he was sort of like a John John, like JFK Jr.'s son. Right. Like he was like the black version of a John John, just tall, gorgeous. Like you, anybody, you would just walk in the room, you'd notice him. So fast forward, like, you know, almost 10 years after graduation, I had this dream that I saw a black man in a white T-shirt and blue jeans, and he was dead on the side of a highway next to a red convertible. And I woke up, and I turned on the TV, and I said, there's my dream. And it was Ennis Cosby. And it was Bill Cosby's son. And so, like, that sealed the deal for me in terms of my dreams. And I've had not several, but at least four or five dreams after that that have been very premonition, very, very much a premonition of what's going to happen. Is it always something negative or is it sometimes something positive? No, sometimes it's something positive. Like my husband is sitting right there. And when I met him, it's the craziest thing. I met him and we met like over the phone. Okay, we met over the phone. And he was, he used to manage um, a night at Stand Up New York uh, Comedy oh. Club, right? Wow. And so I was trying to get into comedy. It's the first time I tried to do comedy. And uh, someone put me on to him. So basically, I went to the club, and I was only talking on the phone to him. And I got to the club, and I looked, like, if you go to Stand Up New York, it's like a glass, it still has a glass door. And I looked at a glass door, and at the end of the bar was this, this fine brother just sitting there. And I was like, let me go talk to him and then go find this guy, Keith H.L. <laughs> right? So, but I looked through with the glass and I, I had like a flash. Like I just, I just saw two children. I saw a boy and a girl. And I was like, that is crazy. But like we met and I was all trying to flirt with him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk to you in a second. Um, I find this guy, Keith, and then we're going <laughs> to... I'm going to come back to you. And he's like, I'm Keith. And I'm like, oh, my God. I've been totally flirting with this guy for like 20 minutes. But that night, I had a dream that he washed my hair. A dream he washed my hair. And I didn't know what that meant. So I, this, is, this is 21 years ago. I had to go to the library to go get this book. And I got to the library. Like, I was so serious about this. Went to the library here at Grand Army Circle um, in Brooklyn. Not right here, at the borough. And, <laughs> and it was like, that means someone will take care of you. That means that somebody will take care of you. Yeah. And so I've had dreams through my life that have been happy and scary, mm-hmm. but I never know when it's going to come. Like, right. I don't know. That is so, that's such a nice shining to have. That's like, amazing. It was yep. a great shining. Yeah. Like, it was wonderful. Uh, like the Phoebe Hallowell of New York. My husband gets, yeah. like, you know, premonitory dreams, but it's always something awful. Right. You know, oh. like, he had one, like, he lived in Montreal for 11 years, and it was, like, the one school shooting that's ever happened in the history of Canada, and he had, wow. like, a dream about it the night before it happened. And I'm pretty sure it's, like, he didn't do it. Yeah. But. <laughs> but <laughs> you have to say that. Yeah. yeah. I really need to issue that disclaimer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's really, really cool. It's amazing. Uh, it's cool, but it's like not cool. Because like sometimes I'll have a dream and I'm like, does this mean anything? Right. Like I had a dream a few months ago and then like, you know, you have like your little Facebook friends, like you have your like your little crew. Uh-huh. And like they were f- concerned because I, I talk about my dreams, but I had a dream 
that I was coming home and someone tried to do like a push-in robbery. Right. And never forget, they had on black and white chucks, which is like every third person in New York and right. had black and right. white chucks. Yeah. But they stuck their foot in the door. And I'll never forget, I was trying to slam the door and their foot. So for like two months, I would, anytime I was in my lobby, I would just not get into the elevator if you had on black chucks. And there right. was a couple times I was wow. like, nope, I'm good. And they're like, Holly. And it was like someone I kind of knew. And I was like, I'm fine. It's fine. Right. Wow. You just go ahead of me. Well, it could have saved your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, black chucks in a jar of ticks. Uh, yeah. And a jar. <laughs> that jar <laughs> story. What the? Yeah. Oh my God. That's going to stay with me. Yes. For a long time. Because that would work. I'd be like, I'll give you anything. Yeah. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. Like, or, you know, because you, I don't know. I've never had bed bugs. Knock wood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it just sounds like you have, you know, I mean, beyond burning everything, it's right. like you, you can't, you just can't live anymore. Your right. life is over. Yeah. Like, like we, they never die. They don't die. The they bed put, bugs. They yeah. in, injected the AIDS virus into bed bugs to what? see if it would transfer, like to see if, if you could get AIDS from bed bugs. Basically you can't, but the bed bug killed the AIDS virus. Wait, what? Yeah. Are bed bugs the cure for AIDS? I, yeah. uh, bed bugs might be the cure for that AIDS. That is the logical extension of that study, which I'm pretty sure I read and didn't make up. But <laughs> on, on Reddit? Like, yeah, where did you read it? That is insane. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. Um, but uh, I think they are, are actually, like, doing research into, like, why can a bed bug kill the AIDS virus? Like, <laughs> oh my God. No, but yeah. bed bugs, it's crazy. When you, like, I had them. We had them one time. And it was crazy because we have two kids. Our son was, like, only three, four months old. Oh. So, like, to have to go through that, yeah. and I flipped out. Like, I don't know about anybody else if you ever had bed bugs, but I was like, ah, like, I just lost my mind. Um, and then they, I made the landlord, I called the landlord at midnight. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, I don't care. And he was like, you woke me up. I was like, mm, <laughs> well, you're going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> like, mm, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what does it? It's the super microscopic close-up photo that they show you of bed bugs. Uh, no, when the guys came in with me. the hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah, right. They, right. Like they yeah. said, you got to leave for, you know, some time. And I came back. Right. And they were like, do you want to, they gave me the goggles. And like, you want to see it under the black light? Oh, my God. Right. No. Oh, no. Never, I ever looked at yes. it under the black light. And I was, I was nope. like, my soul is crying. Look, if you go to a Holiday Inn Express or have to never say yes to under a black light ever no yeah you know if you really are living in like a computer simulation i have words (laughs) i have some notes for the developers (laughs) because like that's some yeah um but tell me about your uh real estate dreams because i mean like i was like i can't draw ns cosby on the side of the road because that would be traumatic yeah Um, but i have these okay i have this dream that there's this apartment that i've never been to and I keep coming back to it in my dreams. Like, I'm supposed to move in there. Right. And each time, I'm walking through, and I know where every room is. And it's like a weird kind of apartment. It looks, it's like a fictitious neighborhood, like, between Brooklyn and Harlem. Do you know what I mean? It's like some neighborhood that, that does Island? not, e- I know, right? Yeah, right? It's called Manhattan. But, like, it's, you know, <laughs> it's this fictitious neighborhood. But I have this dream that I constantly go through and I know where everything is right. but I but I've never been to this apartment right. this I don't amazing. understand yeah like what what is, is it always, this is it always the same apartment every time does it's it always the same exact apartment every time wow and this is a but recurring the, dream it's a recurring dream but yet the people that answer the door mm. are different and I'm so rude to them yeah. I'm like yeah I know where everything like I just go right. through and I'm like 
that's my bedroom. That's my daughter's bedroom. That's I know wow. where everything is, but I've never been there. Right. I think one day I might get there and completely lose my mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I think they have to give it to you. They have well, to give me that the apartment. Law. Yeah. 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 Legally, they have yeah. to. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> sad because like I like our apartment, but like every apartment I live in since that dream, I'm just like it's not the apartment. Listen. Wow. The two things the you have to know about New York real estate law is yeah. fuck the lease. Right. And if you dream it, it's yours. That's pretty much it. They're so the two ones. Be, like squatters That's got to be the rule. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be the rule. Exactly. It's just Amazing. weird, though, because I feel like, I don't know if you believe in past lives or if, you've, or if maybe you saw something. Because like, think about it. I didn't start thinking about this until I started realizing that my son, and you have a daughter, mm-hmm. they don't remember anything. Right. Mm. Before, like, four. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, did I see this place? As a young child, Did you, you know live what I mean. There like, or stay there. Yes, like was I there it? as a baby? Right. Because I was looking at my son one day. He's seven, and I was thinking, God damn, he doesn't remember anything from before three years ago. Yeah, why did I do all those fucking mommy and me classes? Why did I sing all those songs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did we go to those playgroups? <laughs> why did we do any of this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. But wow. yeah, no. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of like flotsam kind of like. You know, in there just waiting to bubble up yes. subconsciously. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, has anyone here not had the dream where you have, like, an extra secret room, like, in your yes. apartment? or I've had like, that one. Yeah. 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 yeah you I just mean, keep going back. Yeah. You just keep going back. <laughs> right. In New York, it's just like, oh, I have closets. Yeah, right. I'm like, excited. I'm yeah. like, yes, yeah, storage space. I can put my coat somewhere. <laughs> I have to admit, I wonder if, like, a real estate thing popped into my mind because uh, when I went to boarding school, they have, like, alumni weekend, like, every year. And I'll never forget, one year I was like in the 10th grade, and these two um, old ladies knocked on the door, and they were like, we were here in 1932. You know, and I'm like, what? And they went, and they turned the door around, they were like, and those were their names, like, engraved on the door. Whoa. And so, like, after that, I really started looking at spaces differently. Yeah. yeah. Did, they, did you turn around, and they weren't there anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think I would have died of a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> at 17. Oh. But, like, yeah, so I think some, there's something about spaces uh, that constantly occupy my mind. Like, yeah. right. I love to watch this video on YouTube almost every night. It's called New York Now and Then. And it's just showing. Oh, uh, right. yes. You yeah. s- oh, my God. You've seen it? I yeah. love it. Yes. And it's, it's 1873. Amazing. Yep. Right. Yep. And then it's 2014. Yeah. Right. And it'd be a corner from the same angle. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what is that? A awesome. hundred and. I don't do math. 39 right. years apart. Right. Yeah. yeah. The East, I'm in the East Village right. and a lot of it is like Alphabet City and the yes. just Lower East Side. Oh, yes. Amazing. So it makes me think about spaces right. and how, yeah. you in, how we inhabit spaces. Totally. I went to the house that I grew up in from like when I was born to when I was 16 and I went back recently and I took my daughter because I was like, it'll be a lot less threatening if I show up like, I grew up here. Can I come in? If like I have a kid You got to bring me? the kid. Yeah. yeah. Past. So... <laughs> You know, I, I go in, I, I knocked on the door, and this old lady came to the door, this old lady from Bangladesh, so, like, you know, she was, like, I had to, ex- like, explain myself, kind of, like, I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not trying to sell you anything, I'm just, I live, you know, I grew up in this house, and finally she was, like, oh, all right, come in, she let us in, and um, and it was like somebody had superimposed a house on my house, oh. like, it was so weird, but then, you know, in the hallway, there are these pictures of them and their family, and I'm, like, somebody else has this house in their brain. Like someone else has the architecture of the world as they understand it made by this house. Like that's fucking crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I took my daughter back to the apartment that we were, that my husband and I lived in up until she was five months old. We actually, isn't Washington Heights, 
I couldn't believe this. I'm so I knocked at the door and these two women let me in. Wow. I think because I had the kid. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. like, yeah. I have to admit, I was pissed uh-huh. because that place was so renovated. Uh. I was mad. I was right. like, what? You got a backsplash <laughs> against the behind the sink and yeah. the walls, and they knocked down that wall. I kept trying to get the landlord to knock down this one wall between the kitchen and living room and. <laughs> I'm like, but I just couldn't believe they were like, sure, come in. Yeah. I'm like, I could be a killer. Right. Like, you don't <laughs> even know trust. me. So rob people with jars of bugs and always bring a kid with you if you're going to do crimes. Yo, let me tell or you, you bring a kid me. with you, you can do almost anything. I, I have people are taking nuts. Kid. Are you taking right. nuts? <laughs> it's yeah. true. You can get away with murder if you bring you your kid with you. You can. <laughs> yeah, which is how I do all my murders. <laughs> <laughs> This is become a uh, true crime podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. we, we pivot. We find out um, you have a liquor store. I'd be like, right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a kid in the liquor store. God damn it. Um, all right, you want to see your picture? Oh, my God. All right. I'm dying to see this one. Let's see. Okay. Oh, no. I No, I did this, like, beforehand. I can't draw while people are talking to me. Oh, okay. oh shit. No, that's not you. Hold on. Hang on. Wait a second. <laughs> all right. This is wow. Oh. Did you look at the picture? And saying, if this place is rain controlled, I am staying asleep. <laughs> uh, oh my God, that That's is so awesome. great. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, now that we're all good and itchy, I'm going to bring up our third guest. Uh, he is a very funny comedian, also an illustrator. Oh, great. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's a very on brand for tonight. There are more of us. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like one <laughs> of the X Men. <laughs> There's a, I know. <laughs> we, we can do the, I don't know. It's a secret handshake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it With tongues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we all have Giotti. He has been on America's Got Talent, so I have some Terry Crews questions. Uh, please welcome to the stage, Doogie Horner. Here he is. Hello. Hey, pal. Thank hey, you. Thank you very going? much. Good. Great to be here. It's great to have you. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I just got back from the beach, as you can tell from my outfit. <laughs> You're wearing like, a Hawaiian shirt. Look okay, like I took that a boat is here. a great beach outfit because yeah, thank you. okay, here is what elevates your. I'm gonna I'm gonna woman explain your outfit. What is what makes it a great beach outfit is that it's not like stretch jersey it's mm. like a nice casual like uh. you know it's not give up clothes yeah right it's waikiki vacation clothes and look i'm not i'm not being a dick about stretch jersey i basically live in stretch jersey i work from home <laughs> what's a stretch jersey oh <laughs> so like a really long jersey like a no, stretch, stretch jersey is just like t-shirt like you know crappy t-shirt material yeah. like oh. it's very it's very drapey it's very forgiving huh. um, i consider it a uniform it doesn't, yeah, it, it typically does not have buttons. Like, usually yeah, no, if you're thinking, yeah. <clears throat> Those are nice buttons. Oh, yeah, these are wood. Those are nice shirts. Real wood. How they make these is they take a, this takes a whole tree. Yeah. <laughs> and they whittle, whittle it, it down. down. That's why this shirt's so expensive. Right. It's teak. They're teak. It's the heartwood. Yeah, that could have made like 14 of Maggie Gyllenhaal's bathtub. But <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal has a teak bathtub, she you does. guys. You really? Just, I just need you to know that huh. as a sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be worried about splinters. In her house in Park Slope. <laughs> Another thing we can burn down. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, how was the beach? It was fantastic. Great weather. Nice warm water. Where did you go? Lots of ice cream. Uh, Cape May. We always okay. go to Cape May. Uh, and a gasp. That's our hometown. Yeah, oh, really? Hey. Our previous guest's hometown. You're from Cape May? We always stay at the shell front. You know where that is? What? She's soared in a dream. Hey. This is crazy. 
You're like, my name is Shelf. My last name is Shalfont. That's my hotel. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we love it down there. Very chill. Been going there for years. I've been going there ever since I did a show mm-hmm. at the Shalfont with my friend Michael Grasso, who's a magician. And uh, I met him when I was on America's Got Talent. Right. And I love him because he's one of those magicians that hates doing magic for people. <laughs> people are like, do a trick for me. And he goes, oh, God. Right. He gets angry. <laughs> right. This one time we were walking through a casino in Vegas and we were heading towards a bank of gold elevator doors and somebody recognized him and they go, hey, Magic Mike, do a trick. And they threw a quarter at him. (laughs) Oh my shit! That's such a dick move! And without breaking his stride, Michael caught the quarter, made it disappear. He's still (gasps) walking. Made it reappear as two quarters, made those disappear, stepped into the elevator turned around and glared at the guy as the doors closed. Holy Oh, my moly. God. I seriously... Uh, that was a very sexual experience. I am erect right now. now. That is amazing. And yeah. I asked him, I said, how'd you make it two quarters? Because I could understand making the one quarter disappear. You palm it right. or you hide it inside your nostril. That's an old trick. Uh, but do you just walk around with quarters taped to your wrist? And he just gave me a look like... You know, <laughs> do you uh, not? Like uh, <laughs> magic is real or I'm not going to tell you whatever. So, but anyway, wow. so... Is he a sorcerer? What's that? Is he a sorcerer? He's a very good magician. Okay. And so he asked me to do this uh, show with him in Cape May and I yeah. said yes, but I didn't realize if you're doing a magic show and it's not in Las Vegas, half the audience is going to be children. Yeah. Ah. And so I, I get there and it's all just kids. And so I tried to do, like, kid crowd work yeah, and then segue into my adult material. <laughs> you guys dating? Uh, kids don't know you where they're Tinder? from. <laughs> and I was like, who here likes ice cream? What's your favorite flavor? Strawberry? My first wife left me for an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who here likes Paw Patrol? Who's your favorite character? You know, a lot of people say a dog is a man's best friend. These people have never tried cocaine. Am I right? <laughs> It was <laughs> it was brutal, and I got wow. heckled really bad. There was this twelve year old in the front row. He was like one of the oldest kids, and he was so bored. He's like, I can't believe I'm here with my parents and blah. And he kept heckling me, and I threatened to drown him in the ocean. <laughs> and it got a huge reaction. <laughs> like ev- like everybody laughed. All, All the right. parents in the back started laughing, and I was like, You hear that? That's your parents in the back laughing, <laughs> having a great time. Watch it. So anyways, ever since then, we've been going back to the shell fund. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I, that's how, yeah, great food. Yep. Great food, great oh times, great crowd So work. that's how we discovered it. So I'm assuming you brought your kid. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, I have a son. His name is Kirby. He's uh, three and a half. It's a great name. And he's kid. gorgeous. Right. We were playing at the arcade. He loves Cape May because it has his favorite video game, Iceman, where you squirt, uh, squirt guns at zombies and you turn them to ice. And uh, we were playing. We had just come off the beach, and he was in his swim trunks. And this really old lady owns the arcade, and she's so old, and she's in a, a wheelchair. And um, she, she tells me, she goes, that kid's got to put a shirt on. And I said, oh, okay, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll put his shirt on. She goes, oh, oh, it's a boy? He goes, he's so gorgeous, and his features are so delicate. I thought he was a girl. <laughs> Whoa. So when Scooby-Doo okay. and the gang so found him at the end, did you pull the mask off and it was her the whole time? Oh. 
wow. Well, and was the implication was that was it then okay that your son didn't have a shirt on? Then she was, was like, boy? "Yeah, keep it off." I tried to put it on. She's like, "No, no, keep it off." I right. like. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's way worse. God. I'm kidding. She didn't say that. <laughs> there are so many layers of creepiness to yeah. that. Yeah. And okay, we, my son and I were playing sticky ball on the beach. Wait, what's that? You got these uh, Velcro paddles, and you throw the ball, and it sticks oh, to them. Yeah. And these people told me, they go, oh, you're very good at that. And I said, I used to be a professional, <laughs> but the business was too intense. <laughs> and I thought it was clear it was a joke, but that night I was at the bar, and the lady was there, and she's like, oh, look, it's the professional baseball player. She goes, my, my husband wanted to ask you, what team did you play for? <laughs> And that's how you entered your new life. Yeah. <laughs> Sticky uh, ball champ. Sticky yeah. ball champ. Wow. You know, Holly, I should have asked you this, too. Do you dream about your kid? Almost exclusively now, yeah. Really? Well, all my nightmares are about something horrible happening to him. Huh. Because I never dream about my daughter. I've only dreamed about her three times, and each time it's been awful oh, yeah. like i murdered her wow. uh, once when she was a baby that's I probably normal i cut off her head <laughs> i bet that's an o- normal no, and it wasn't dream. like i was mad and i murdered her it's like i'd accidentally fucked something up like i dreamed i'd cut Ooh. her head off but she was still blinking and i was like if i just if <laughs> 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 oh, you know um, Blinking's a good well, sign. Well, I was like, if I hold her really carefully, no one will know. Like um, weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> weekend at babies. With some sunglasses um, on. Yeah, you know, for kids. Yeah, in a Hawaiian shirt. So, yeah, no, oh, like very, very seldom do I dream about her, and it's always incredibly wow. traumatic when mm. I do. Well, um, in fact, my, the last time I uh, woke up screaming was because um, I had a terrible dream about having lost her. Oof. And then my uh, husband was crying, those. saying, what have I done? I was like, what the fuck have you done? So Wow. Yeah, yeah I've had the, like, where is the kid can't find him right. thing. How old yeah. is Kirby? How old is Three and a half. Oh, right. okay. So that's, yeah, wandering off age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in your brain. Like and in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's the worst thing he's in your brain. Always right. trying to, he's yeah. trying to, like, test that limit because yeah uh, you know i thought my son was when i see pictures of him i'm always surprised at how small he is because in my life he's huge because he's always two inches away from my face (laughs) (laughs) and you know he's never more than he's always you know your kids are always so close to you and this is the age where they're trying to see like how far away from my parent can i get you know what i mean so now he's starting to sort of like wander off or like walk out a door without us and he gets like such a thrill from like oh my god right. yeah. I can't see my dad you know for a second I still get that when I don't see my dad <laughs> <laughs> when you close that door and they oh go back god. to Australia <laughs> what a thrill but now you know the exact spot in the Indian Ocean where your son has they, to move to get away from you <laughs> <laughs> there's no getting away from me in rottenness with all the quackers anyway <laughs> oh. um, but so tell us your dream um, and I am talking specifically, I probably should have, you told me three, I probably should have told you before which one I did, but um, Oh, okay. Like, mm. I like how I said that, like, I can't even say it aloud. It was a small spoiler earlier. You're right, I think yeah, I accidentally, like, But it's good, a good I spoiler. I advanced the slide with my butt somehow. It was um, like a great teaser trailer. Right. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I had night terrors. You said you have night terrors, too? Yeah. And so for people that don't know, night terrors, it's like, you're half asleep, half awake. So you're having the dream, but you're awake, so you can sort of see it. 
So it's sort of like hallucinating. Right. And I, it must create some sort of terrifying imbalance in your brain because it's a very, it's very scary. Like whatever you're dreaming about, even if that thing is not scary, you're very scared. And I think it's because your brain's like, you, you can't reason properly or whatever. So I was a little kid and I was having these night terrors and my parents didn't know what they were. They didn't know that they were night terrors. And my parents just thought I was being crazy or that I was being annoying or that I was doing it on purpose for attention. And so they told me, they were like, you got to stop because you know what a nightmare is. Like you wake up and you're screaming, but with night terrors, you're walking around, you're talking, you're uh, doing weird shit, flipping furniture and stuff. And so they thought I was just being bad. And so my dad was like, you got to stop this behavior. You're waking us up all the time. If you don't stop it, the next time you do it, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to spank you. So I had this night terror that was terrifying where there was like a devil at the foot of my bed. Did you say what? (laughs) There was a devil at the foot of my bed. (laughs) And then I was very scared and as it dispelled, my dad came charging into the room and he was like, I told you. And he started to spank me. Right. From the end of your bed. Like from the end of your bed. From the end of your bed. Did. Are you trying wow. to punch up my bit? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here's how that traumatic experience would be funnier. What <laughs> your dad, was your dad wearing a sombrero? Did he have clown shoes on? Just Is there anything he can call back to? Is that <laughs> we just need to heighten it like a little bit every time. Like, um, so did he wow. feel bad after? Like, after he, like, did they ever figure out what night terrors were? So like, then eventually, yeah, so... Maybe a couple weeks after that or a couple months after that, I'm, I, I can't quite remember. They found out what they were. Mm. They're like, these are you know, night terrors and it's like a medical problem. And my dad felt really bad. Right. <laughs> Is there a and cure if it's medical? Is there an actual cure for night terrors? I don't think sleeping. so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In some Never yeah. sleep again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone say alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty helps. sure that's the cure for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he felt really bad about it, and um, and there you go. That's my hilarious wow. dream story. <laughs> <laughs> this is a comedy show. Why isn't anybody laughing? What's going on? But I feel like the devil on the end of the bed is a common one. I feel like yeah, that's I a think that that's a common night terror. There's some other people, thing. yeah, who yeah. said they have had. Yeah. The, I've had that one. You've had that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Yes. Oh. And the bed moves sometimes. Well, yeah. Here is a thing that I have learned is that you're, when you fall asleep, your brain releases a hormone that paralyzes your body so that you don't like right. do football things in your sleep. Oh, like mm-hmm. sleepwalking um, stuff. And sometimes it, it, when you're half awake, it hasn't turned off that hormone yet. Right. So your brain is conscious, but your body is frozen, basically. And it's, you're getting all this weird signal input. Right. And they say that that might be a lot of what... What happens when people think they've been like abducted by an alien right. or sleep paralysis? You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. the people that say that are the people that know about the aliens, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "It's a pretty good explanation." Yeah, aliens aren't real. Stop sleep it. Stop paralysis. Stop making yeah. alien noises. Doogie, hold on. That's okay. not. You, have you heard of old hag syndrome? Yes. If you, if you Google old hag syndrome, it's a sleep <laughs> I paralysis. Live it. Oh, who, <laughs> na- who named that syndrome? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's oh named my after God. my mom. No, so it's one of those things where, um, yeah, it's a sleep paralysis thing. It's a sleep terror thing where you feel there's someone in the room at the end of the bed or thereabouts, but you're, you're paralyzed. You can't move, but you're awake and also asleep. Huh. Uh-huh. And it's uh, old hags. If you Google it, old hags, there's a whole Reddit on 
Old hag syndrome. Yeah. Old oh, hag terrifying. Syndrome. I know what I'm doing later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Old hag syndrome. Yeah. yeah. It's a big old, old hag thing. sounds like a bottom shelf whiskey. That's <laughs> 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 all I drink. It's right next to Evan Williams. And so, out of curiosity, do you not spank your kid? I spank my kid daily. Yeah. No, yeah, of course I don't spank my kid. Well, Did I don't know. know. So someone's spanking their kid in the yeah. audience right now. <laughs> What's that noise? Having said that, I don't think, like, my dad spanking me when I was young. I actually, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not mm. angry at him for it. He didn't do it. He didn't like doing it. And he didn't, like, I don't know. I wasn't that, my such a big deal. My parents were Southern, but I grew up in Connecticut. So I was the only kid who had to go into the yard and cut my own switch. Like, oh. yeah, that like was not a thing in suburban Hartford. Yeah, um, like everybody spanked because it was the eighties. But you know, <laughs> that's not, the thing. Not many I feel like sticks. Things changed. Like my dad's dad, so my grandfather used to take my dad down to the beast basement and like beat the shit out of him. Right. He taught him to swim by throwing him in the river and almost drowning him. Right. Yeah. And then my dad was like a little bit nicer. And then now I'm like a cupcake. I'm basically like to my son, I'm like, you make the rules. Should I go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> we keep getting nicer right. and nicer. Uh, the, and each generation does it the way they do it because yeah. they're like, I, I guess I think this is how you do it. Yeah. You know, and each generation, I think we're like, OK, I'm going to be a little nicer than my parent was. And so I don't blame my dad for spanking me. He was way nicer than his dad right. was. Um, and actually, it was interesting recently. So my dad's getting very old now because I'm 21. So he's in his 40s. Uh, no, he's very old. He's like in his 70s. And he brought up the uh, Night Terrors thing recently. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, oh, you, yeah, I remember you had those Night Terrors when you were a little kid. And I was very nice to you. And, I w- and like, he said something like that. He was sort of like, I was really nice to you when you had those, right? And he looked at me like, Please say right. Oh, God, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Because he's trying to rewrite yeah, like a revisionist oh. history. His of history. Parenting. He's like, and I, uh. I said, yeah, oh. man. <laughs> You're very nice. Man. Wow. Fuck. All right, what you want to see your drawing? Yeah, <laughs> I really want to see this one. Jeez. We caught a fleeting glimpse of this. This is. I'm. Gonna call it. This is gonna be one of the Listen, the best you've ever done. I was gonna say. Comedy show. I feel bad uh, for anybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is a uh. devil saying this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is for I, I. I need you to know I did not like drawing this. <laughs> he, Boobs. Yeah. I. I'm gonna have to request that you burn this. <laughs> Wow. Um, if it doesn't just spontaneously combust Yeah, it'll spontaneously yeah, combust. It, seriously. It's I in can't a, hang wow. this in my house. You absolutely should not <laughs> hang this in your house. Tell you what, I'll put no, it, I'll put it, it in the dungeon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. This is the answer to his question. <laughs> oh, God. Doogie, thank you so much. Thanks for having thank me. Doogie. Thank you. You're the best. That was amazing. All right, you guys. Wow. Um, Kirby is a great... Christ. Yeah, um, yeah you know I'm going to go see Midsummer after this. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what am I doing to myself? Wow. Besides getting like some serious summer look inspiration. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want embroidered and covered in blood. I wish I um, could pull that off on stage every night. Yeah, yeah. If I could look like an extra from Weekend at Bernie's 2. Also. Listen, dream big. What, last summer I did a gig at Dangerfields and I showed up in the uh, Hawaiian shirt, shorts and like, you know, boat shoes. And a guy called Ryan, is uh, a comedian called Ryan, he goes, what the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> That's what he said when I walked in. He goes, have some respect. And then I was like, hey, you're a comedian. Calm down. This is fun. And then I went up there and then they heckled me about my knees. Oh. Oh. They just kept making fun of my little knees. He boat shoe shamed you? Yeah, he boat shoe shamed me. Oh, well. Comedians are the worst. Yeah. Except shoes, Doogie is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, yay. <laughs> Our final guest is one of the best humor writers, um, certainly in this room and definitely in the nation. I did that backwards. Anyway, um, uh, her, she has uh, many books out. The one is called How to Be Successful Without Hurting Men's Feelings, which is like <laughs> an awesome title. Please welcome to the stage, Sarah Cooper. Woo! Sarah! Hi. Welcome. Uh, how's it going? Oh, my God. I'm so terrified and scared yeah. and nervous. <laughs> and itchy. Oh, I'm not yeah. itchy anymore, but thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep coming back oh to that because I want everyone to suffer as I have suffered. Yeah. yeah. I had a tick when I was little. I remember after, like, camp, I, like, reached up and, like, did this, and there was, like, a bump, and I was like, oh, what is that? And oh. then it fell out of oh, my head. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, it was disgusting, oh, and I just remembered that just now. The, the little jaws in there, or, like... Yeah, they're probably still in there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I so <laughs> that explains my mental problems. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to get ticks off with a hot knife with butter on it. Which, as I as that, so that's actually a thing. That's just not okay. With All the right, butter? I am pleased that that's not just one of those things from my childhood. <laughs> you had so many ticks that there was a process. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's okay. like a hot Lyme knife through disease, butter. Lyme through disease a tick. started in my state. Lyme disease. That's yeah. your claim to fame. Lyme Woo! disease started in my state. Connecticut. Congratulations. Yeah. And it's yeah. really spreading now. It's really my, getting my, some traction. Yeah. It's going viral. Yeah. It's yeah. going viral. Yeah. My very best friend has Lyme disease. Really? Mm. Yes. Oh, that's She's sucks. Irene from The Real World. If you, anybody knows wow. her, she, that's my best friend. Wow. That's yeah. her lesser credit Does is she have Lyme like, disease. Yeah. Chronic Lyme disease yes. or the actual? She's had it for like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? The they are both real. They are both real. <laughs> Do you know about this? We, uh, oh, I, don't, I don't know what we're talking oh, about. Lyme boy. disease has mutated into this whole spectrum yeah. of like symptoms that are like Lyme-like, but mm-hmm. also very hard to pin down yeah. in terms of what they really are. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. What Psychosomatic, I, are you saying? I'm not saying anything about okay. your friend. No, it's the, <laughs> the fibromyalgia of Lyme disease. Literally, right. go fuck Maybe. yourself. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but no, one of my best friends in high school, like, she was like, I don't know what's wrong. I feel really shitty. And she's like, I have this weird rash. And it was like this bullseye rash. Yeah. And I was like, I just read an article about some weird new disease that's in the newspaper. And she went to the doctor and it was, uh, it was Lyme disease. You um, sound like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Just then. I do a lot of it voices. It was a newspaper involved. In so. my past. That is like your I'm mansplaining Rocky. voice. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I have, sometimes I get stuck. It's not good. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Yes. So, I don't know. Do you ever wake up screaming, Sarah? (laughs) Do I ever wake up screaming? I've never woken up screaming. Really? I recommend it as an experience. No. No. Uh, I just scream all day doing things, just all day. And then you're just done with it. Yeah, I'm just done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, are you a a usual nightmare haver, or is it sort of like... No, I don't really remember my dreams that much. Um, I think it's because I really don't like hearing about people's dreams. Oh, and well, I you're don't on like the right talking show. about dreams. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I was doing this joke for a while about how, like, um, if I had been at Martin Luther King's speech, like, <laughs> as, soon as, he, as soon as he started, I would have been like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Nobody we wants go. to hear about your dream. Talking uh. about your dream. It doesn't mean anything, dude. It doesn't mean anything. It's just random synapses firing in your head. I have a dream. There was a dolphin, and you were there, and you were there, and you were there. That is the hottest take on the coldest news. That's such a great bit. I have ever heard. Holy shit, Sarah. Have you just been sitting here wanting to stab yourself in the eye? No, 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 no. These have been good. These have been really good. Um... I, I like that reaction. I, uh, I, I know I told it at an open mic, and um, there was a kid who was actually in high school, and there was no reaction. And I was like, "Do they still teach the speech?" Right. And, and he was like, "Sometimes." Oof. What do you mean sometimes? That's sometimes. How, how sometimes? That's sometimes. American like, what does that mean? That's they should like, be teaching that all the time, yeah, every yeah. day, at every all day, like, at all times. Pledge allegiance to the flag, then recite the speech. Right. Exactly. They need to teach it along with all the other ideals that we don't live right. up to. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. I, I went to the Martin Luther King, uh, the the um, the big cutout. I was in DC last week and went to the memorial mm-hmm. with my sister. For, and she's from Australia and she knew the whole speech right. and she doesn't even live in this country yeah and she yeah. was like crying she was so moved by it and Other I'm like Other countries are so much better yeah. than ours man well you I think they just have less going on you are not that? wrong because this yeah. huge protest in Hong Kong like yeah. it's about an extradition right um thing mm. <laughs> You're right. Other countries millions are better of than people us. are protesting yeah. for a thing that none of us even understand. Like right. we couldn't even explain it if we tried. Yeah, and we can't even get people out for like things that are just basic. Yeah, like, right. I don't if know. I don't get to wear a pink hat, I'm not going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Unless there's like a really catchy hashtag. Forget right. about no, it. No, it has to be a hashtag. Yeah. people are protesting. They changed the like um, recipe for McDonald's fries. They right. like that would. That's what. Whoa, they were whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on, yeah. hang on, yeah. stop. Oh, Did they get rid of the McRib again? What happened? Exactly. <laughs> Which chicken sandwich is the best? We don't know. Man, yeah. chicken sandwich Twitter has been a whole. Fa- I, yeah. I'm so pissed off, man. Because I swear to God, five days ago it was like all of these fast food places uh-huh. support Trump and are supporting his reelection yes. campaign, right. and now yeah. we're all like, "Ooh, which chicken sandwich is the best?" It's I'm almost like, like we're super easily distracted from yeah. things that are very soon going to what kill us all. What is that over there? Right. Um, okay. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> shiny. Right. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> right. Ooh. Oh, are the oceans rising, squirrel? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Besides the nightmare that we're all living. Yes. um, So, tell us about your dream. Okay. So, this is like going off the theme of daddy issues, I Uh guess. Um, So, I have two older sisters, and my um, older sister, Rachel, um, has a developmental disability. Um, So, she lives with my parents, and she... Um, can kind of do a lot of things. She's very sweet. She's always happy. She's just like the, the sweetest person. Um, and my father has always been this person that's like very um, 
intelligent, very smart. He was an engineer, and he, he very much valued intelligence. Um, so he never really appreciated the fact that my sister had a problem. Um, and so he kind of like just thought he, she was lazy, um, which was hard growing up. Um, he was pretty ab- abusive to her and just uh, not understanding the fact that she had a problem. Um, and it's always been really hard for me. Um, and so my nightmare is, um, I'm, it, this is why it's so real, is because I'm sleeping. The nightmare is that I'm sleeping and it's so quiet in here. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> but, um, this is good. This is I, good. <laughs> I, um, I'm sleeping and the phone rings. I'm in my pajamas and um, it's, uh, it's cozy. I'm very, I'm very cozy. The phone rings. It's like a, phone, it's like a landline. I pick it up. It's my dad. And my dad always starts conversations exact same way every time. He's like, where are you? you know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm at home. I'm in bed. And he's like, okay, how's the weather? And I'm like, you know, it's fine. It's, you know, it's like night, you know, dad's conversation. He's like, okay, good. So everything's fine with the car. You know, like everything is good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then he just goes, yeah, Rachel's dead. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I guess um, she, uh, she had this big, like, big gulp from, like, you know, uh, a fast food place. And I guess she had been drinking out of it all weekend. And I guess some bacteria got in the straw and she, she died. And I'm like, what? And I start crying. And I'm like, she's dead? And my father has zero reaction. He's just like, yeah, she's dead. Yep, she's gone. And I'm, like, hyperventilating, crying, like, Dad, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. And he's like, yep, she's gone. She's gone. And he just almost seems like it's no big deal. Whoa. And that, you know, it's terrifying that that's his reaction. It's like I'm so sad that my, my sister's dead, but I'm heartbroken that my father doesn't seem to care, right? you know, and that's, that's the hardest part. And, um, I've never seen my father cry. Mm -hmm. Like I've never seen him really show any emotion. And I think that's part of it is just that like he, like I could be hyperventilating and he would be like, yep, that's just life. Right. That's the way it is. I wonder if it's on an old phone too, because I mean, I am not a professional dream interpreter. What? (laughs) I know this whole show. How could you be running this show? Uh, (laughs) Got it down. You're right. Sorry. Good night. Um, but no, like, you know, an old, like, rotary phone, like, yeah. I feel like it's such like a, like a totemic yeah. object from childhood, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, uh, you know, everybody remembers what it was like to have one of those. If there are people who don't, just get out now. You should be <laughs> But please um, subscribe to the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on Instagram. Right. But it's interesting that it would be like this, this object that's bringing you back to like sort of a central childhood fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, I agree that the scariest thing about that is like just the complete like what yeah. I don't know what yeah his reaction is the scariest it's thing his about reaction that. and honestly yeah. like I, I a few weeks ago I was home I surprised my mom because she wasn't feeling well so I went down to Florida to see them and that was the weekend that there was the um, the El Paso shooting oh right. boy yeah and my dad like looked at me and he goes you know when it's your time it's just your time he <gasps> said that in words to your face when you are awake yes. Wow. Wow. So I, and like he, I went to, you know, he went to his father's funeral. He went to his mother's funeral. Never Uh a tear, never nothing. And it's just. He's like a cowboy. 
<laughs> it's like an old West <laughs> cowboy. A yes. secret closet well, that he cries in at night, or is, this, yeah. is he just squishing it all down? <laughs> I think it's squishing. I think yeah. it's right. totally squishing it's all the way right. down. Piling up. And, you know, I've never seen my husband cry. Oh. So I feel like I kind oh. of am... You married your dad. I fucked, I fucked up. Oh. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I fucked up. I think you blew it, buddy. <laughs> I because think if wow. you try hard enough, you can make your husband. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. I was. I, I could do it. <laughs> tell me how. Tell me how. Because I was walking down the aisle on our wedding day, and he said, "You know what? I saw you walking down the aisle, and almost." Oh! 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 It felt like I almost, but then I didn't, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, your dad I considered is... shedding a tear." Yeah, <laughs> God, he but never should have told you that. That's like, amazing. It's like, yeah, you came very close, but just what? It just wasn't for us. Yeah, he's like one of these old Clint Eastwood types. <laughs> <laughs> just... Except he's Jamaican. Yeah, right. <laughs> like a Jamaican <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Weird, I'm not right? doing that bit. Right. But yeah, that's insane. Yes, man. Wow. Yeah, that, but that. That dream reflects kind of what he's exactly like. Yeah. So yeah. if it did it, God forbid, ever happen, right. you want to hope that that's when he's saving up the tears for that moment. I, I don't think I'll ever see my father cry. I really hope I you never do. I don't think I ever will. But yeah. That's incredible. And I will. Ne- yeah, it's incredible. How yeah. old is your dad, by the way? He is seventy-six. Seventy-six. Yeah. Okay. And he, was he raised in Jamaica? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, his context yeah. is different for what crying. Hey, that's yeah, racism. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> someone's someone said, right There now. you go, Jamaican. Right. There you the go. Problem. Seventy-four-year-old Jamaican classic. <laughs> Stoic people. Stop, bro. <laughs> Wow. But how, you cry, right? Of course. I, I'm a baby. Yeah. yeah. I cry at the drop yeah. of a hat. Yeah. I cried yesterday because my dog coughed. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I was worried he was going to die. I That's have adorable. dreams, though, that my husband is leaving me and he sits me down. He's just like, I don't love you anymore. And honestly, I, really, I never did love Oof. you. And he's just super wow. cold about it. And not like he's being mean, but he's just like, I don't understand why this would upset you. Really? you know? And it's just like, it's such a horrible. That's awful. You know, like, yeah. Um, but he does cry. I mean, he doesn't like cry on the regular because he's you know, not a baby. But Why do you like, have those night yeah. terrors? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, then he just I, yells. I always <laughs> thought it was because, like, like I, I married him because I've never been really attracted to, like, feminine men. Like, right. any man who's, like, sort of feminine, like, I get turned off. But then again, in middle school, like, my crush was Brett Michaels from Poison. Oh. <laughs> and he wore makeup and he right. had hairspray. Yeah. Like, so that was, so I, that's not true. But like, he I actually, was weirdly masculine about it. As well, I was a big hair metal fan. And yeah, when I was when I think we were about the same age. Yeah, so that was I was like super into Poison and Cinderella and Bon Jovi. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> um, and I feel like Poison was weirdly like the most like dude aggro of yeah. a bunch. Like I they wore so. makeup, but right. like I don't know, they had a lot of a lot Out of, of dick energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Leather, leather yeah. dick energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we. Got that out. That was an incredible one, by yeah. the way. Thank you for letting me share my list. journey. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, mm. All right. So, mm. are you ready for your picture? Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. I'll pull this. To, here we go. Oh, th- yeah, you're the tall one. Why am I making you do this the whole time? Your assistant. All right. So, this is you right here. <laughs> 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 
Wow. On the bright what side, an angle. this connection is crystal clearer. You That's guys' amazing. cell phones are trash. Old phones, you can hear everything. She's got the little bonnet on. So, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the new twenty dollar bill. <laughs> Maybe that's racism. I don't know. Um, wow. I just really wanted to sell the whole sleeping angle. Um, that's amazing. Sarah, thank you so oh, much. You guys, that's thank our you. show. Thank you, Sarah. So thank great. you, Doogie. Thank you. thank you, Holly. Thank you, Gasser. You guys. Wow. Hang out, have some drinks. Um, yeah, thank you all for coming. Good night. All right, go have some nightmares. Nightmares is held monthly at the Red Room at KGB Bar in New York City. I'm Emily Flake. My co-host tonight was Jason Chatfield. Live sound recording and edited by Shannon Manning for Good Orbit. Houston, 20 seconds to LOS Pedras. Okay, nice to be in orbit.